You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man, life is good. Life is good. Hopefully, life is as good for you as it is for me. If not, I hope it's a hell of a lot better because... I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm so thankful for y'all. I could sit here and say it till I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to save me the breath and save y'all the time. So today's episode, um, shit, it should be about gratitude. I'm going to, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, as a youngster, I broke my back, um, uh, by 16, I was diagnosed. I remember the doctor told me we can have surgery today, but you'll never be able to touch your toes at the time. I was like, I'm able to touch my toes. I'm not tripping. Right. So that was, uh, let's just say over 16 years ago at now. So I'm over double my life. And when I was doing MMA, I always loved, you know, martial arts. It was something that was always part of my life since I was five years old. We were in karate, jumped around from there, jumped into boxing and then went into MMA. So it's always been something that was part of my life. However, I remember doing a sports physical when I was in football and the doctor just being like, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm going to pass you this year. But he was like, next year, this is probably your last year. He told me, the doctor did, when I was doing my sports physical, when you have to bend over, touch your, they, they have to actually hold your balls, make you cough, all types of weird stuff. But I'm not sure if they still do that today. Um, but that's how we did it back then. No finger up the butt type weird stuff, but it's still, they did have to hold your balls, and they made you bend over to the front and check your spine and everything. He was like, brother, I'm going to tell you. This ain't going to happen, you know. He, he was like, I'm going to pass you this year, you know, enjoy it, but you're not going to be able to pass. So I, I didn't even worry about playing sports after that. Needless to say, I couldn't have made grades anyway, so it was regardless. Uh, it just enjoyed the story. I just enjoy the story as long as I can, you know, be part of it. And that's that's basically all it comes down to in life. Um, not sure how much longer that will go just on a, God damn, I messed my back up, man. That, like, this one's bad. This one's bad. I have messed up my back a couple times, but this one was bad. Um, uh, that's why I just want to say gratitude because it all just comes down to the ability to wiggle my toes. I've lived with enough handicapped people, quadriplegics, paraplegics, just people that, you know, weren't able to move their feet, you know, move their hands even. And uh, RIP Homer, RIP to Mongoose, just crazy story. I was I get into the whole CRX parts, but somebody actually knew the Mongoose, crazy life, like, Small world. That's that's what the guy said. It's a small world. So I'll try to get into that later if I remember as I'm selling CRX parts. But just the ability, you know, to wiggle your toes is such a blessing. To have our health each day is such a blessing. Back to my story. Um, I actually brought my daughter out to the snow recently. We went out. We didn't have any sleds, but there was a little hill. You know, my daughter doesn't really remember ever being in the snow, so it was kind of her first time. She's four. You know, I don't know how much she remembers, but she definitely went out there, was having a blast. There was a little slope. You can see somebody had used a sled, and I just let her sit on my lap, and I just went down the hill and kind of rode down. At the time, you know, it hurt a little bit, not too bad, and then went out. It was dealing in the cold, walking around, carrying her, just putting all types of pressure on my back for sure and the next day my back was a little sore but I was working on my car I replaced the throttle body as I replaced the throttle body I've been having this idle issue for a damn near a year now just I haven't worked on that car very much but it's been about a damn year and I've done some things I've definitely replaced you know we looked at the distributor replace this replace that been chasing it like fuck what is it 
So as I'm sitting there and I'm replacing everything on the throttle body and I'm connecting the hoses and now I have a dash pot for those that know what I'm talking about. Most people won't, but it kind of it eases when you let off the throttle and your throttle goes to slam closed. It slams on what's called dash pot. It relies on vacuum. So there's a line that goes to your intake manifold that creates vacuum into the dash pot causing suction and more more bounce to it. So there's what's called a dash pot. My other... Um, throttle body i had removed the dash pot trying to chase down this issue and trying to diagnose it so i actually removed the dash pot in case that was a problem but it wasn't didn't fix it so i'm replacing the throttle body putting another throttle body with the dash pot on getting that all you know seamed up getting that all going and as i'm doing it i'm looking at the vacuum lines i'm connecting because now i have to reconnect the dash pot and i'm looking at one of my solenoids connected to my firewall and i'm just looking at like man that's making a loop because one hose is going in and it was coming out i forget where it was going to but just when i actually because i understand every port on that engine like i've taken it all apart so even if you just connect it to a hose spot i can tell you where that goes to in the block and what it connects to and i was just looking i was like essentially that's making a loop it didn't look like it on the outside but i just looking at the airflow and understanding where it was going to go in the vacuum that it was going to create in the throttle body that could essentially stick it open. I was like, man, I got to run hoses this way, this way, and I've got to run it different. Now I have different intake manifolds. Those in the Honda life, you'll understand we have different motors, intake manifolds from Japan here, there, all types of stuff, different models and the ports, your air spots that you can connect to are on different sides of the intake manifold. So the original 88SI intake manifold, everything is positioned to shoot off to, let's just say, passenger side. It's actually, I think it was driver's side, passenger side. So everything's angled that direction. So the hoses were all going that direction to little spots. However, um, I have intake manifolds in my garage that would adapt better to the 88.1 and would reposition everything to where that worked fun- properly. But with the intake manifold that's on there, I had to re run the vacuum hoses to so the essentially the fuel pressure regulator was bypassed and i had to reconnect hoses and run a long hose over to the fuel pressure regulator that was essentially running straight into the intake manifold it running straight into the intake manifold was creating constant pressure which was feeding more gas which would then cause the the throttle body to stay open because it was dumping so much gas it's leaving the throttle body open so that it can not stall out and uh, flood for those uh, old school cats that understand the carburetor days. You would flood it out essentially, and uh, it was just a fiasco. So I was able to re-diagnose my vacuum lines. I really wanted to finish what I was doing, so I did push it a little bit on my back. Oh, man, it's done. It, it, it's, it's a wrap. I woke up. I, I can't even walk, man. I'm going to be honest with you. The first day, couldn't walk, couldn't do a damn thing. It was difficult for me to open the toilet lid. Um, I couldn't even bend down to at the waist to do the toilet lid. I would literally have to bend at the knees and just lift it that way. It it, it hurt folks like nothing, like nothing. It was, it's, it's something. So just spinal issues, man, my heart goes out to everybody that doesn't have the ability to wiggle your toes. And I have not taken a single day for granted to wiggle my toes, but oh man, if I had to get in a fight right now, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to be dead honest with you. I can't even. Can't even fight right now. My whole back's all fucked up. I'm sitting in my chair weird, and I'm just thankful, thankful as hell. Um, With that being said, I did have an interview this week um, with a 
very interesting um, opportunity. We'll see, you know, supposed to give me a call back this coming up week. And it is for electric uh, golf carts and motorcycles and things of that sort, which is just very interesting because I've been wanting to convert my Hondas to electric and go that route. It's interesting with my back. I'm not trying to do all that lifting, but there's plenty of, you know, we got engine hoist and all types of things. It's just, man, being leaned over that hood. I need to get an engine uh, vehicle lift so I can lift up cars to better um, better levels. I guess that's what it come down to because with the Hondas, it's so low sometimes. It just hurts, man. It really hurts on these lower cars. So gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Hopefully y'all feeling good. That's a damn enough. That's enough to be thankful. I'm, you know, I'm here to share my failures, here to share my flaws, here to share my, you know, my, my weaknesses with y'all just so y'all can be thankful for the, you know, the good things that y'all got. I'm just be thankful, man, because whoo, back issues is no joke. I remember watching my mom as a kid and she had to go in and have back surgery and I thought she'd never walk again. I remember she was stuck to a bed and I was just like, man, she's never going to get out of there as a kid. I accepted it, but nope, she's pushed through. She's trooping. She's up. She's been mobile. You know, she had hip issues after that and she just always pushing. So there's definitely no weakness in this body. I cannot, you know, nothing's going to hold me down unless the motherfuckers just stop working. So love and appreciate each and every part of your body, each and every breath. I was laying in bed this morning and just thankful for my ability to breathe. I was just breathing in my nose and out my nose just because I listened to a podcast, I was saying you can actually restructure your face if you just, he was actually saying use tape to close your mouth while you sleep so you can actually use your sinus area and that your air is reconditioned when it goes through your sinus cavity. That's the whole point of all the mucus and everything is getting your air ready when you're breathing it in straight through your mouth to your lungs. It's all dry and that's not the uh, optimal oxygen i don't know i was just listening to it i'm the dummy but i could definitely try to find a link if anybody's interested just some crazy things that i listen to and think about gratitude man just for every breath the ability to wiggle my toes and i hope y'all motherfuckers are thankful too so what else have i been up to besides that oh selling crx parts it has been absolutely amazing um i had three or four people i can remember i i think i mentioned on a previous podcast about when i was up uh, some guy came through at 10 o'clock at night was here till three in the morning we were just talking politics and everything i should have made a podcast with the guy i just didn't know him i didn't want to bring him in around my family ends up being an amazing guy um super cool experience sold him like 20 30 headers or something it was nothing of value in the financial sense it was just all experience i'll remember it forever and i'm just forever grateful for that so thank you brother thank you brother forget your name don't even remember who you are but Hey, it was an awesome experience. Besides that, one shocking thing. So I sell 1988 to 1991 Honda CRX parts. That's pretty much it. It's all about the Honda CRXs for me. Um, I actually just finished driving mine. I got up and as bad as my back hurts and it fucking hurt, man. When I got in the car, I was unable to truly shift. I was actually using my fingers. Thankfully, my, my clutch was hurting so bad to push in, but as far as reaching the, the Top gears, my transmission's decently smooth, so I was able to get into those just using my fingers instead of using my whole hand. It wasn't like I was race car and cars running so much better. So thankful to get those vacuum issues done. So, oh, give it up for myself. Woo! That shit feels so good. Um, for those that don't know, I do build my cars. I just break them all the way down, build them back up. Um, definitely 
get them with check engine lights and by the time i'm done with them hopefully they're running well so this was one of those scenarios got it running a whole lot better it was just it was amazing it was amazing to take it out and experience this morning that was so much fun and just being out there throwing finally getting it into fifth gear on the freeway and just being able to pass people and just swoop in because they're driving slow as hell and they're nice as bmw oh it was a mercedes nice ass mercedes had to pass him doing 70 just so i can hit my little turn doing 75 and just feeling how glued my car is those little honda crx's you just lower them a little bit they just feel so good um nothing like it is basically a go-kart on the road no airbags ready for death but i do have a five-point racing harness do hook that all up so life is good folks life is so good so thankful for this morning's drive it was just everything it means everything to me i can't wait to buckle up my daughter and take her out for a ride um miss ryan with my son miss him to the fullest definitely been speaking with him some more and you know definitely my heart goes out to him for those who don't know he's actually in washington with his mom and man breaks my heart every day i know i miss him more and more i just hope that he is um in the best situation for him long term and i don't want to be selfish i don't want to be selfish uh, fuck man i miss that guy um with that being said, it gives me a complete different gratitude for every day that I get to spend with my daughter. Um, the, the last six months have been the hardest financially, but the greatest six months of my life, just raising my daughter, spending time with her. It's been amazing. Um, it's, there's nothing like it. And I know that I value it completely differently than most will just because of missing that time with my son. And I never, it doesn't hurt any day. It doesn't hurt less every day. It hurts more. If anything, it definitely, uh, it's a burn that just burns more. It's not, you don't miss them less. That's, that's the easiest way to put that one without getting too deep. Um, fuck. So selling cars parts has been very interesting just because two of the last three people that showed up to me were very older gentlemen. I'm talking 60 plus. Um, I expect that when I was selling like my 1963 Dodge Dart, you expect more of the older crowd, but with the Hondas, it's typically youngsters interesting scenario how it all worked out one was just for a door wanted a crx door he pulled up um beautiful beautiful crx that one was at night and got to check it out came back he actually just wanted part of a seat belt i did have a part in my garage but the wires were cut so he went to the backyard actually pulled him off a seat belt off of the door i told him he can have it he was like here here's 20 bucks he shot me 20 bucks he did an interesting thing for a living i believe he was the one that sold printer cartridges online um, and he bought them in bulk from different places and then was able to redistribute them through his website and he was talking about AdWords and he spends six to seven thousand dollars a month in AdWords but he was like that's nothing in comparison to making thirty thousand a month in revenue so it was just interesting to talk to somebody like that and just uh, he was kicking some business ideas to me it was so appreciated I love the older generation just to be able to talk to them and his willingness to open up and just sit and talk with me for an hour and a half probably out here it was it was awesome it was it was a pleasure it was an honor and i truly appreciate that i'm sorry i don't remember your name like i said I, my memory is horrible but i will forever remember meeting him and i'm forever grateful for that so for that i appreciate you sir after that i had another older gentleman show up to buy some uh, rear disc conversion um the 88 through 91 Honda CRXs, unless you got the SI model, I think in 90 to 91, those came with disc. Maybe it was only 91. Um, but I did have a rear disc setup here that we pulled from Pick Apart off a of 91 SI. 
I had the e-brake cables and the arms on the back. So I had all that set up. They were selling for 300 and sure enough, an old man pulled up in a dope at, I mean, an awesome Honda CRX. And now it wasn't clean. If somebody looked at it and you weren't a Honda person, you'd probably be like, what the hell is that? I walked up, I started looking at it. He was telling me he's an older gentleman. He's retired. used to be a, uh, he was a tech for over 30 years. I mean, he's done his time. He knew what the hell he was doing. So he comes up and he's talking with me. We go, I show him the parts. He wants a screwdriver. He checks the brakes, check the wheel bearing. Everything's good. So he's, he's happy. We check the cables. Everything's good. No snags go over. And he's like, you want to check out the car? I was like, sure. He was like, it's one of 1300. It's just going off. And I'm just like, all right, like, I'm not really into those specific. I just love the cars. If you start breaking down those certain models and everything, there's some things that I don't know about them. Um, I don't study it into that depth like some people, and he knew his shit, man. When he popped the hood, I was looking at it. It all looked old. None of it was new, but just looking at it was so strange because the intake manifold, for those that know what that is, the big-ass piece that brings air into your engine, it was all – I was just working on one. Like I said, I was working on my own, so I was just taking off – I was removing a throttle body when he showed up, so I'm working on an intake manifold, a, a normal one, and it's a certain size. Let's just say two inches in circumference. Um, it's two inches around. So he pulls up. I'm looking at his, and his is like maybe an inch and a quarter, like real small. His whole intake manifold, the boot, everything on it, um, it was real small. And I was like, what the hell is this? He was like, yeah, they made this one to be efficient with the HF, which is a dual point. I have one of those in the front yard. Um, less less power and they don't have much power to begin with, but it's gets like 55 miles per gallon on the freeway. There's nothing like them. They beat the Priuses today. I still don't understand why the Honda CRX is a slept on, but that's a whole nother topic for discussion. Um, I'm looking at, I was like, dude, this is so unique. Like, I don't know how you would find another throttle body. For example, I don't know how you find another boot because those boots rip. And he was like, yeah, I found, you know, on eBay and, and the dash pot worked and he was just super pumped and just talking with them and getting the knowledge. And he sat here for damn near an hour too. So that was awesome. He was even by the end of the conversation, he was like, I know you got work to do, so I'll let you go. I was like, it's all good, man. I see you talk about your cars all day. So that was awesome. Uh, got another dude by the name of Xavier. I know him um, pretty well just cause he's on Facebook messenger and has been through three or four times. Now it was awesome. He came through first time, pick up some rinky dink parts he had talked to me while i had a lot of parts um i mean a lot as in a whole bunch of them that i wanted to sell as one and he wanted me to piece out like a window and certain things and i was like i'm trying to sell it all right now um ended up linking up with him over time months later when i parted everything out and he's still coming around he ended up hitting me up for some transmissions these transmissions i've had one sitting in my garage the other two have been sitting in the backyard for who knows how long um and he wanted an si he just so happened to have a little Honda CRX SI, I guess he was telling me. And he was interested in the transmission. So he came by, sold them all three for 500. It's a steal, you know, but I, I didn't know the two in the backyard. Those are HF and the one that was in the garage. That one did have a little damage because it wasn't an accident, but it was only to the casing. The transmission was supposedly good. I did have the engine attached to it and I did see the car that was wrecked. So I knew it came out of a wrecked car working at the time, but who knows what it was actually doing now. Um, I've had it sitting in a garage in good, you know, cover and out of the weather for over three years, but I was able to flip that. I did get the motor and transmission in that deal for $200. So I, you know, I, I made something I probably could have made more, but 
it was an honor and a privilege when he actually pulled up on me the other day in his CRX. Um, it was just awesome to see it pull up. I know he had messaged me as soon as he got it in and was like, Hey, just want to let you know that transmission worked. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, that's dope. Like, it just makes me so happy. It literally that it just makes my heart just thump, man. It was so awesome to see so many CRXs in just a couple days span. I know a lot of my neighbors, even people driving by honking and shit. Cause we got CRXs just lined up. Looked like a damn CRX car show outside of my house at times. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Cause I have so many, you pull another one up or two and they get on the street. I mean, it's just, it's going down. So that's been awesome. Um, definitely a lot of just gratitude for all those experiences. The dude pulled up on me afterwards to pick up uh, some strut bars for the front and rear the other day, and he was driving the car, him and his passenger, because they were both here when they bought the transmission. The passenger's psyched as hell, too. He's a youngster. He's probably like 19, 20. He's like, dude, that's the trans." They popped the hood and were showing me the CRX now that it's running, and he was like, that's the transmission we got from you. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, that's dope to see it just running. So it's an honor and a privilege to be part of their builds. That's been super dope. It's, it's, it's backbreaking, to be honest. That's what I mean. I'm dealing with like a damn near broken back right now. It's hard for me to even sit in this damn chair, but I'm just so passionate about these CRXs that it just flows out. So we'll see what life goes. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Still, I know rent's due today, struggling, got, you know, zero income besides just hustle, 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 flip. We'll see what the hell is going to happen. Um, it's, it's a, oh, CR, before I forget about the one guy, and this was the most, and this one wasn't selling CRX parts, but it's going to slide in right here just because I was talking about Mr. Baker, the mongoose, a little while ago. Rest in peace. I had a guy pull by me. I'm in my garage, and, I, you know, I, I was working on something. Um, maybe the intake manifold. Working on, oh, no, I was working on a head, working on um, um the head for an engine. I'm setting it up, and I'm just, working on it, working on the valves and the retaining springs and all that. And I see a car go by and I see a guy, African-American brother, he goes by in a car and he's just mad dog. I mean, he's looking at my house hard. So I'm just like, okay, he's into Hondas. Like either that or, or we got a problem. But either way, I remember in my head, cause like I said, my back was already hurting at this point, but he pulls up. Uh, I, in my head, I was like, if he pulls up, he, he wants a problem or he's like a car guy. There was one of the two. I could just tell the way he was looking at me and he was in like a newer Toyota. So I already knew he wasn't driving something that gave me a sign. I just knew he was looking, looking with that being said, all the gangster rides are pulled by. If you're in an old school and there's a lot of them, there's a lot, there's like a, a gangster a crip house up the street. I'm going to say crip because they're typically all blued up from the shoe up. So. I'm not, you know, judging. They're, they're, I've seen a guy in red there one time, but there's typically cripping over there. Um, they be driving some badass, like, badass donks and uh, box, you know, fox uh, square bodies and all types of just dope Cadillacs with systems. Like the, uh, what are they, STSs? Not the C2, not the badass race one, but the like the STSs just on some 24s with some, some thumpets, and they're always going by, and I always give them, like, you know, thumbs up, so... I didn't think too much. I thought maybe he was in, you know, one of them in a different car. Just wasn't in their G ride this time. Cause if you drive, I got low riders going by on switches. I throw, I throw a thumbs up to all of them. I'm that guy. I, it's nothing like when I get a thumbs up in my Hondas and I'm the first guy to dish out. I dish out every thumbs up. If any Honda goes by, you get a thumbs up. If you go by, I seen a Lancer the other day, the other day. I think it was an Asian cat. Could have been a light skinned brother. I'm not really sure, but he was driving by and he, I've seen him before. I've seen the car, so he knows my house. I know his car, so he definitely knows the Honda house. As he's driving by, he was, like, looking. He had glasses on. 
and he, a hat. But I saw him looking, and he looks, and I was in my front yard. I was with my family. But I give him a thumbs up, and as I did, I just see him get the biggest smile. He just, like, revved up and just kept going. But it's just it's something, man. Car guys, car people, y'all know the damn feeling. Y'all know what it is. So that was just amazing. But I had another guy, so he, he the the brother came by in the Toyota. He did pull back around. So I'm in my garage. I got a gun literally within arm's reach of me at all times. I'm not fucking around. I live in the ghetto. It, it can go down very quickly. Um, I had somebody crash out front last night. It's it's constantly going down. Had a police chase and in an accident two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure I made spoke about that on a podcast. And it's constantly going down. So I'm always ready. So he pulls up. And just when I saw the smile, the guy gets out of the car. He's big as hell, too. And I mean, size, he's six foot something. And he gets out with a big ass money. He's like, what's up? And he's like, sorry to interrupt you. I was like, oh, it's all good, man. I walked down and met him down next to my Honda, actually, down the driveway. He's just like, dude, I, I've lived here for, you know, six years. I always see your cars. I just, I seen you powder coating the other day. He was like, I got a 73 Nova over here. I'll just start chopping it up with him. An amazing experience. Um, I thought he was actually connected with the dude JB who came by the other day. I probably spoke about him on a podcast. He had a little Honda pulled up on me with a leaking uh, VTEC solenoid. Spoke with him. Um, he left. So I thought maybe they knew each other coming from the same direction because he was telling me the two other Honda heads that live with him. So he went by. Nope, not connected to JB. This dude is just cool as hell. Used to be in the Honda scene real heavy um, with the track rats. So I'm familiar with them and the time trials. Just a huge team huge support system through them um, and just listening to him and his stories of the days and just talking to him about the Hondas and what he's doing with the Nova and he has a car rotisserie and just amazing experience, man. Amazing experiences. So I had, as I was talking with these old white dudes, I had one of the tweak neighborhood tweakers. He pulls up on me in his little Hyundai asking me if somehow we can make Honda brakes work on his Hyundai and just all types of madness, man. Life has been, it's just a trip when I'm out there working in the garage. I, I love it. I love the community. I love each and every one of y'all. I hope that I can keep doing it if my back holds up. If it doesn't, I'll strap a metal board to that bitch and we're going to keep going. Um, Metal board. I think it's a metal plate. I think a board is a board. So, but, you know, board is wood. So, but, you know, we're going to skip all that. So, that guy that came by. So, as I was talking to him, we're talking about old schools. And as he's telling me about his Nova, I was like, yeah, you know, speaking of, uh, my paraplegic, I lived with this dude. His name was Kenny, um, Mr. Baker, he, and he drove a 1969 Mustang Cobra Jet. Was it 69 or 70? And we're going to say 69 Mustang Cobra Jet. And um, I'm telling him, I'm like, yeah, man, I used to live with a guy that, you know, was in a wheelchair, drove a 69 Mustang Cobra. He was like, you know, I he was like, I seen a guy like that up on 40th Street. I was like, bro, we lived on 33rd. Like, we we stayed in the Dino. We were always in San Bernardino. He was like, dude. He was like, that was years and years ago. I was like, yeah, because he died, like, almost 10 years ago. So you saw him along. He was like, I remember him going up to his car, and he popped in, and he got his wheelchair. I was like, that was, that was my that, that was my roommate. He's like, it's a small world. So with that being said, man, Kenny Baker, you have not been forgotten, man. The mongoose, you live on, man. I love you. I miss you. And thank you for everything you did for my mom and I. I know it was one hell of an experience, one hell of a journey, and I truly appreciate everything you did. Oh, man, that that was, whoo, man, that, that was cool, man. That was really cool to just touch base with somebody that actually knew, you know, the OG and just... He, he was truly inspirational. Whole hand controls. His car was controlled by hand and everything. He didn't have the ability to move from his waist down. And, man, he's just inspirational. That's the only – nothing short of. So that was just an amazing experience. Um, before I get too far on the other 
on another podcast, I did say like my family was reaching out and I just don't give a fuck. I, I truly love my family. Um, I think that came off the wrong way. It's just, I don't give a fuck about anybody's, um, about correcting the story of my past. I, I could give a damn less about how things are remembered there. All I want to do is bring value to the future. And I'm so focused on bringing value to my daughter, my son in the future to now trying to pay my bills that going back and spending time trying to fix, you know, my memory and my story, my memory is so fucked up. We could fix it today. I'm going to forget by tomorrow. I'll forget by the time I leave the room. I have a really bad memory. So don't quote me on my memory when it comes to when drugs were used or however things are used or when things are done and shit like that. I'm wrong 99% of the time. I'm just telling you how I remember it as I remember it. If I tell you one way and then I tell you it different down the line, I don't even mean to lie. It's just, I just remember it differently. The memory changes. My memory is ass. I write things down religiously. I'm constantly writing things down. If I need to remember some, I do a timer. I constantly set timers. And then in the notes, tell me why I wrote a timer just because I will forget. Um, I've done it too many times and I've, you know, just regretted it. So I do that. I leave early when I got, you know, things to do. If I got to be at work, I'll be there 30 minutes early just in case something happened. I'm used to driving Hondas or things happening, getting pulled over, going to jail. Just give me some time, you know, some time to work things out and hopefully I can still make it to work. I'm just used to that life. So when you drive without insurance for so long, registration or fake tags and doing that life, it's a whole different thing. When you're working under a fake uh, social security number or when you do have your managers calling you saying, hey, detectives are here at the job. Um, they're looking for you. I know you're supposed to be in at one today, but I'm not expecting you to show up. And I was like, I'll be there. He's like, what? I was like, let them know. I'll be I start at one. Come back at two. Like, I'll be there. I don't know what the hell they're doing there, but. I ain't going to run from them. They're going to find me eventually. I ain't running. You know what I mean? I, I, I ain't scared like that. Not on that level. At that time, I kind of knew what it was about because of who else was there in the situation. And, yeah, oh, man, that was that was crazy, man, because the coworker ended up snitching himself out, um, telling, you know, the detectives went to the police station. I was like, I was there. I was involved. I hit somebody, blah, 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 blah. They came to me like, hey, we want to know who the other person is. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Um, don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. Like, oh, we got you on video. We're going to see you. The next time we see you, we'll be in court. Da, 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 da. You don't want to. I, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. You know what I mean? What happened to the other homie? He's still riding. He's out there. You know, he's out doing his thing, man. I'm not even going to say no names. Just know my heart goes out to you, man. I'm happy. Haven't spoke to him in years. No reason to. And I'm glad you. Y'all know. Y'all know who's solid, man. Y'all know who the, how the hell that went. So big shout out, man. Love and appreciate each and every one of those experiences. It was just amazing. And. God, life is good. Life is good. So what have I been up to besides that? See, I could cut that, make that its own episode just on being healthy. But I have been up to some other stuff. It's been a lot of cards. Those who are following me on X, I've been a lot in um, Twitter, however you want to call it. I've been, you know, on there flipping a lot of cards. I've been on eBay flipping a lot of cards. And I have been in a lot of breaks. Where are the breaks taking place? For those that don't know what a break is, breaks are people buy the boxes. They got four, five, six, ten boxes, depending on the break, um, depending on how much you want to spend for a spot in the break. And um, you literally, random wheel spins around. You get one spot, however they want to do it. Sometimes they do cards, pick a number. Um, the app I've been using lately is whatnot. I know there's a lot of discussion on, you know, whatnot, the safety of it, who owns it, those types of things. We could go into that all day. That's not the point of this one yet. Um, I'm going to skip that and just talk about whatnot in particularly. I have been fucking with the card shack. So big shout out to the card shack. 
I'm a fool for giving trust away. So before I say anything of that way, shape, or form, I've fallen for too many NFT rugs, and I love everybody. With that being said, once you lose my respect, you'll never get it back. Um, But I give respect and trust to everybody right off the jump. So I have trusted the card shack. He seems like an awesome individual just watching what he's trying to do and what he's trying to build and jumping off. He used to be on another break. Now he's trying to do his own breaks, and he's trying to get his community built up. Um, just an amazing person from all my experiences with him and seems like a very honest person. All the cards that I have ordered from him ship like same day, if not next day. I just finished a break last night around 11 p.m. By 1 a.m. I had an email saying that everything had shipped. At least the shipping label was up. So truly appreciate everything he's doing. Definitely worth checking out the card shack. I know he's on Instagram. I need to be better on Instagram. So hopefully this episode right here will motivate me to, you know, be better on Instagram. And hopefully I actually go follow him on Instagram and do all that shit because I could sit here and talk all day, but actions are louder than words. So I love, appreciate everything that the card shack has done, whatnot. I've had nothing but great experiences on there. If you're going to be on there and you're going to join, let me know. I'll shoot you a link. We can both benefit from it. You can get a bonus. I'll get a bonus and let me know. At the same time, this shit's addicting as hell. Y'all probably don't want to go. It's like some gambling shit because you're just gambling. Hopefully you get a good team. If you do, hopefully your good team gets a good card. Um, I've definitely not benefited as much as I've lost. But with that being said, I've had one hell of an experience. I enjoy watching people win um, alongside it. This is, um, it's, it's, it's selfish. But I was asked last night, you know, who is my favorite? Who's my chase? Basically, who who am I trying to get? And I was, it don't matter. Like I'm I'm really in it, just trying to hit something big. Um, I'm a Packers fan, but there's not very many Packers that I see giant um, futures for. As long as Matt Lafleur is there, I see him just leading them possibly to the playoffs if we're lucky, wild card type thing. And I never see us winning a Super Bowl with Matt Lafleur in place. So as long as Matt Lafleur is there, I'm okay getting a different team. As long as it's for profit, if I do land a Packer. It's probably going to be saved. With that being said, oh my gosh, I, I'm pretty sure this was not by the card shack. It might have been. It might not have been. I, I do deal with other breakers on there um, as well. I wish I knew their names. I could actually check right now, but just there's just amazing. There's some amazing people on there. There's some damn scammers on there. So you got to be careful when it comes to that. But somebody pulled me an Antonio Freeman patch relic um i'm not sure if it was game worn probably not but a relic card of antonio freeman with the packers that was fucking awesome so happy so pumped that would be hard to sell that's probably going in one of my save you know save things maybe even get it graded who knows um because just because i like saving graded cards i really wouldn't care what it was it could be an eight as long as it's in good shape i might even grade that bitch just because i like them in the cases um got about 300 cards in front of me right now trying to figure out what I where I'm selling them what platform I've got them across multiple platforms I've been using collects a lot I've been using eBay a lot um I definitely use card purchaser on X I also am part of his discord you can sell in there I did pick up a card off of Twitter, I believe. I want to say it was Rob the Rock. I should actually look him up just because it's truly appreciated. I got a Gary V. Tom and Allen Jinter card or whatever the hell it is, but it was just an amazing card, an amazing experience. And what the hell is your name? Just so I can give you the shout out you deserve. You're in my messages. Rob the Rock guy. Rob the Rock guy. Thank you, sir. I truly appreciate you. 
it was a pleasure doing business and uh it, everything went went well so thank you thank you thank you um let's see another one maddie um got his cards from me definitely gave a big shout out I got the homie MK. If you're out there, MK, just know that I love you. I truly appreciate everything that you've done in the past. I I love the project that you're building over there in the cockfighting, cyber cockfighting poker tournaments. Got whole shit going on. I need to do better promotion for y'all just because I love you guys and what you're building. Um, Peter P, big shout out for the business I did with you. Um, Rob and his lady, always an honor and a pleasure. He had a football pool. That was dope. And Jaden Levitt, if you don't follow her yet, amazing person. I believe it's a her. If not, it's a boy, girl, don't really care. It's a the cyber world. Check out Jaden. Always amazing advice on writing and just doing things like that, on making a living using your writing and those types of experiences. Just great knowledge and uh Love everything coming out of that direction. Soggy Waffles, a true legend in the game. It's cool to see him in my DMs, but just true legend in the V Friends. Lynchy, once again, an honor and a privilege always whenever I, you know, do things with you. And, oh, man, it's just so many good people in my DMs. I, I was an honor and a privilege just to look at them right now. So back to cards, whatnot. I truly love the experiences. Um, if those, if you are looking to jump into it, hit me. I'll send you a link. I have got some numbered cards. Oh, I pulled a Bryce Young numbered patch yesterday, last night on the card shack, I believe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, lit like little Yachty concert. That was dope. So, oh, man, another thing that I've done this week that I haven't done in a long time and it really reminds me of my son I think of him so much as I do it and this is playing Apex Legends I have been playing Apex a lot of people be like what the hell a lot of people gonna be like or another group will be like but either way I've been doing it and it's been fun because I've been linking up with my homie and as my back was hurting I was unable to really move I was just doing a lot of auctions watching a lot of whatnot because I couldn't move out of the spot that I was in So that's actually how I found the card shack because I just had this back injury where I literally can't move. I can't sleep at night. Um, It's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. I don't wish this upon my worst enemy. Well, maybe them, but they don't even exist no more. So thankfully, I don't have many enemies left in this world. Maybe Bilal Muhammad. I'll crack that fool. But other than that, most people, and it's not, I wouldn't even wish this on it. I just really want to punch him in the face because it's something he said about my kids. You don't never see me. But, you know, hey, we, we, we could talk about that all day. Racist piece of shit, motherfucker. Bilal Muhammad, I'll beat your ass. Um, even like this, I still, I would love the opportunity to punch you in the face. I don't mind getting hit 20 times back. I just want to punch you once. Um, Apex Legends, it's been fun. Those that have done it, y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. Those that haven't, you just get dropped into a map. You team up. Typically, there's groups of three. And you just is me, my buddy, and a random player typically, but we'll find a good person and play with them on and off. Uh, you just get dropped onto a map. Everybody starts with zero, and you just got to pick up guns, go from there, see who's the last person, last team standing. So that's always fun. I have been playing Apex. That's been an honor, a privilege, and just something really fun to do that truly reminds me of my son and. To the gamers out there, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I spoke about the interview I had. That was awesome. Hopefully that changes things starting next week, hopefully. And uh, that'll ease things up on the financial side. Get me back into building somebody else's project. And hopefully I can learn enough through those electric motors that I can actually transition it into the Honda game and start making my Honda CRXs into electric. So I can say, fuck you, smog. No more hot smog and do my thing. Oh, man. I had a um, 
an ex disagreement. See, that sounds weird because it sounds like I was talking to my exes, but nope, nope, definitely no exes. They're all blocked. I don't, I don't communicate with them. Um, even my son's mother, we don't communicate very much unless we have to in regards to him. Thankfully, she's in another state and she's gone full, full blown lesbian. Her curiosity was fun when we were younger, but it's definitely took a change of direction. So that's very interesting. Now, I had an ex disagreement on Twitter with somebody in the V France community and that person, it it, it was all my fault. It was all my fault just because one, if you post selfies on Twitter, man, I I judge you. And this is man, woman, anybody Twitter. I don't feel like is the place. Um, I think most of the people on Twitter are there for some knowledge, you know, there for some value, something like that. Most of the people there aren't there for to see your pretty face or something like that. Go to Instagram. You got your place. There's a lot of hood rat things going on. But typically on X, that type of shit, you ain't posting no selfies on there. You're just going to post some things, some videos, some content, something of value. Motherfuckers looking at your face ain't getting us nowhere. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a different mindset. Keep that shit to Instagram. This person does do a lot of that. I had to think, you know, I did some real self-diving, real self-diving. This person's soft as fuck. Like, and I, I say that with all... All love, respect, and uh, no disrespect intended. It's just the way that it is. Soft motherfuckers are soft motherfuckers. Hard motherfuckers are hard motherfuckers. It's not, it, it, there's no other way to cut it. You know, you might be good at something, but it's, it's uh, you ain't no hard motherfucker. I'll tell you that right now just because I grew up around them and I grew up very different. So when I told this person, it all happened over a hat. But before I get too far into it and forget, I told this person, we're not the same. And this person's reply was, you don't know me. Check it out, motherfucker. I know myself. I know me. I don't have to know you. And I know that I am nothing like you. And look, look, I don't have to know you. I'm not saying I fucking know you. This is nothing about you. I know you're taking enough selfies that everything about fucking you. And somebody else even commented on it. I'm going to have that same energy. I'm not talking about your motherfucking energy. I'm telling you, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have posted my opinion on a hat on somebody else's um on somebody's fucking thing. I just saw it go across and they were like, look at this dope hat. And that shit look whack as fuck. It looks like some golf hat. I don't tip. I Then that's whack as fuck. In my personal opinion, I stand by it. I would never wear that type of hat first with the curved brim. I don't wear that shit. I'm not from there. Um, I'm different. I, I grew up in a different culture and the last time I wore that shit, I was in T-ball. I think I had like a curved, curved brim on my hat. Um, it's different. All my hats are fly as shit. They're all fitted hats. I only wear like 59, 50, you know, new era hats that are seven and five eights. I even know my size and they all got to be fly. I have a very nice hat collection. I, I'm, I'm a big collector of hats. Those that have been on my Twitter. Y'all seen the hats. I think I even posted them on Instagram. That's how much I got hats. Hats are what I do. I love vivid hats. I love color. All my shit's going to pop. Don't give me no plain ass hat. I even bought a Rams hat before I went to, um, Vegas, just because it had it was all black with gold. It went with my Sea Leopard T-shirt. I mean, for those that don't know, my Sea Leopard T-shirt. This is a Louis Vuitton, one of a kind. I believe it was Louis Vuitton or, or Armani or some shit. This shit got ruffles. It's a fly ass T-shirt. I go to clubs where they say no T-shirts. They let me in with this motherfucker. It's clean, um, but it matches my hat, hat collection. I love wild socks. I love that colorfulness. That's my vibe. I'm always into something just popping. Um, and with the hats, it was some whack ass golf hat with some simple, you know, um, what's that shit called stitching with some simple stitching on it. that said like patient or some shit like that. And I just went on not realizing it was this soft motherfuckers post. 
and I just posted to the V friends car uh, to, to, you know, the hats and the V friends. I mean, just like, yo, can we get some flavor? I need like a flat bill. I need some fitted hats. Cause they're all, you know, snapbacks. I don't fuck with snapbacks at all. They're like anti religious. Don't buy me no fucking snapback. I will not wear it. Um, I think there was one that I wore for a little bit just cause it meant a lot. Somebody gave it to me or something. I forget. Maybe it was a um, crypto hold'em hat. Maybe was that snapback maybe. And that was it just cause it was given to me by one of the, you know, one of my poker people, one of my members of the community, man, love y'all, love y'all. Haven't forgot about y'all at all. I'm still going to go via Vietnam, visit Vietnam, man. I haven't forgot or Indonesia. I think it was Indo. Either way, man, I love hats, I love flavor, I love loud shit, and none of their shit's loud. That shit would look whack as fuck, and that same person was like, oh, they got regular, you know, hats, and they posted two hats. One of the hats was completely, it was a patient pigeon hat, if I remember correctly, and the thread on it, it just looked whack as fuck. Yes, it had a flat bill. It was a snapback. I think they're all snapbacks, but just the, the design on it was fucking trash. I would never wear it. Like I, I love V friends. I love everything Gary V does. I would buy it in order to support him. I would not wear that shit at all. I didn't even say it. You know, I didn't even want to tell him that. Then he posted another one of a trucker hat, trucker hat with a little patch on it. And at that point I did go on and I was like, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. It's still a trucker hat. Those are whack. Like those are the cheapest hats that they have. I don't, I don't buy trucker hats. I think I own one or two. I had one that said border patrol when I was back at Colton high school. That one definitely got me in a couple fights. That was, that was funny though. It was a joke. I've always been a jokester. I've always worn some shit that's going to draw attention, get me loud. And these hats were not cutting it. So I just put my honest opinion. Them shits were whack. Um, and I just, and I didn't even put it like that. I would just put, Hey, V friend, you know, we need some some fitted hats and we need the flat bill and we need um colorful vibrant so they they put out these dope wallpapers with all their characters on them they pop i mean everything about the v friends characters pops they're very colorful they stand out when they make like the newer versions not the original vf ones but uh the newer ver- the, the characters just pop it's all anime and they would pop on the brim of a hat just all the way across the brim just do the different wallpapers it would look so sick i mean they'd be flawless but that's all I was putting up there with my personal opinion. Like, yo, can we get this? Dude just starts going off, giving me different hats. And I'm like, dude, that's a trucker hat. I ain't going to wear that. There's snapbacks too. Those are the cheapest things. And if that's just a patch that's pressed on with a heat press, like that's just cheap as fuck, man. That's a $2 hat. At that point, he was like, oh, you know, people start talking shit. It's a two. It's V friends, a dope ass hat. And they were like, I don't understand why you would think like that. I was like, well, he sells us $2 cards for $30 packs. Like I'm not, I'm not even talking shit. It's just what it is. Um, I think to make that many cards at that price, I'm sure that he did it very cheaply and we're selling these cards for crazy, which is no problem. Hey, these cards selling like nuts. I'm, I'm a big person, uh, supporter of V friends. I love everything that, you know, V friends does, but I think well, I know that we're in it for a different reason over this whole fiasco. Um, yeah, I started going back, and that person, the same person, just, uh, you know, let me have it. Said so you're talking about these same cards that I've made hundreds of dollars off of. Now, this same motherfucker that wants to talk about making hundreds of dollars off of just took the biggest donation I've seen in cash from Gary V. And Gary V hooked this guy up for some medical shit. So that's all cool. I love everything about that. Everything Gary V does, I think, is amazing. I'm a strong supporter. But if you're going to go out and you're going to talk about how much money you made, I feel very comfortable talking about how much money you take. And if you want to talk about the money you made off of people in the community, I'm willing to talk about the money that you take from the community. And that's only because I, I'm a very, I only support Gary V because I want to support give, I want to 
reimburse him for the value that he added to my life. So when I do pay for these cards, I'm not doing it to make money off of anybody. It would be nice to hit something dope and make a couple hundred dollars because somebody wants something. But to be sitting here flipping money and making money off, the, there's so many other communities that I can profit from. I don't need to make money off these guys. I'm trying to bring value to this community. I'm not trying to bring value from it, and I'm not going to brag about the value or the dollars that I make from the community. You know, I literally sold my uh, Spiffy Salmon the other day for the price of a pack, and this is a rare plus a core, and it's like, I helped complete somebody's collection that collects those. And that was like the most fulfilling thing. The money comes, the money goes. I didn't even think about the money. The money is irrelevant. I'm horrible with money when it comes to that type of value. I just want to bring value to the community, help somebody complete their set, do that type of shit. I value it completely different. I've made enough money in my life. I've seen prostitutes. I've seen, you know, lived with all types of shit in my life. I've sold enough dope and I understand Money has no value to me. I'm all about happiness. I want to see people win. I really want wag me. Like, I want everybody to win. I know we can't all win because we're not all going to put in the work. But for those that do put in the work and actually do have the discipline um, to put in the work each day and do what's required to win, I'm glad that they win. I really root for those people. So, for people sitting on the couch and want to be winners, hey, we got to work. We got to work. So, I'm a big, you know, strong, strong, uh, What do you say? I don't even know how the fuck fuck I'm going. Fuck it, man. I love that. I love it. I love it. But as far as the disagreement, I fucked up and wrote it on the wrong person's post. I should have known this soft-ass motherfucker is not the place to be writing V-Friends. I should have went to V-Friends' actual post and just wrote right onto there. So that was my mistake. How I I said what I said, I stand by that 100%. Um, If you're making money off the community and you want to brag to me about it, hey, be ready. I will, I will return fire all day. And then when somebody stood in for him and said, Hey, you, and I see you in person. Uh, I said, that's why if this was in person, we wouldn't even have this. It was all just a misunderstanding. Uh, and the, the person, if, if this was in person, I'd have the same. I hope you do have the same energy. Motherfucker. I'll punch you in your damn mouth. Um, what I'm telling you is this shit never would have got this far, but if you were trying to act like, Oh, you got energy, fuck your energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck about your emotions, your energy, save that shit um fuck your energy you were trying to build each other up you ain't got shit doing all you're worried about your damn self ain't nobody even talking about what will fuck your energy you're just worried about yourself i love the selfie culture i love the selfishness that i'm surrounded by and i love to point it out you know what i mean i have no issue doing that i will call a, a spade a spade i'll call a sheep a sheep i love i love being surrounded by wolves i love it that's my probably my only issue with the v friends community i love everybody building each other i love bringing each other value but to be fucking delusional, um, that, that's that's completely different story. You know what I mean? We ain't got to pretend that we're all fucking winners. If you're soft as fuck, pretend you're soft as fuck and be the best soft as fuck motherfucker you can be at what you're doing. You know what I mean? But don't don't sit here and say, you don't know. I know you. I know me. I don't need to fucking know you. You know what I mean? I know enough about you that, no, we ain't the fucking same. I promise you that. You know what I mean? So if, you, if that offends you or you want to make it about you, you can do that all day. But it, I said that about me. It was out of selfishness. I just shouldn't have posted it on that motherfucker's thing. So, yes, I hate everybody equally. I'm I'm 100% conviction cockroach. I'll stand by what I stand on 100%. The only thing I'd apologize for is putting that on his post. <laughs> so, that's how I stand by that. Last thing on the last thing on the menu and this is cuz I've spent a lot of time in this realm as well. Tucker Carlson and his Putin podcast uh yeah, I think it was a podcast interview. It was an interview, essentially. But that was just beautiful, man. Nobody talks to these world leaders no more. Um, I love what Tucker Carlson went out and did. And I don't agree with everything he says. I think this motherfucker is definitely 
somewhat illusional and doing his own thing. I could sit here and go off on our disagreements all day, especially on his religious side and doing his rituals and those types of things. I'm, I'm not that religious guy, but with that being said, he, he's fucking out there. You got to respect the guy for what he did and for going over there, interviewing Vladimir and, Oh, that's got a fucking, that's got to wreck our upper presidents that are sitting here trying to censor, upper president, our powerful elite that are over here trying to censor what we're given. And you have somebody like Tucker using X and just going out there and just literally using freedom of speech to the highest level and getting the actual word out there. And that shit is absolutely amazing to me. So Tucker Carlson, you deserve it. You deserve it, my brother. Thank you for putting your neck on the line. Literally, you could have been killed over there. You can still be killed over here. I mean, you just got all types of eyes on you love what he did just to have that, you know, that clear, get it out there, man. It's just reporting. It's supposed to be freedom of speech. Let them speak freely. I mean, I'm so tired of just, that's exactly the censorship. You shouldn't have to not say something because you're worried about hurting somebody else's feelings or the powerful people being offended by it and did a fuck that. Say what you feel. It's okay. Um, if you know, you're going to stand on it, stand on it. If not, Hey, we can learn why you are where you stand and maybe we can go different directions or continue in the same directions. Just understanding that we got to, disagreement i mean that, that's fine that's that's part of life i don't agree with all my homies fuck no but hey as long as we're going to treat each other respectfully at the end of the day that's fine with me that's fine with me you want to talk shit about it? we talk shit all day that's what the boys do we sit around talking shit about football team talking shit about this talking shit about that talking shit about bitches fat chick this this bitch here that bitch so loose this bitch that it's it's what i've grown up doing that's the culture that i grew up in i have no issues um saying it's wrong but that is definitely something that i'm very comfortable with um i got stories that will get me in trouble i could go on about that one i do have no fat chicks car will scrape on the side of my honda crx that is there for a reason it is called physics if i have a obese person heavy person in that side of my car at the time the car was put the sticker was put on the car it was great. I had bad suspension and the car with me and it was going bang, bang, you know, hitting bad. So if you get a big, big person in there. It was real bad. So I had to put that sticker on there. Don't feel bad about it. Hurt plenty of feelings, but it is what it is. And it's, I'm not trying to offend feelings. It is fucking fact. If you put a fat person in that car, it's going to fuck up my car. I love my car. I absolutely love my car. I, like I said, I just took my car for a drive it literally made my day besides waking up and seeing my, my daughter, you know, that was amazing. But just the ability to drive my car, jump on the freeway, hit the gears, my back hurt so damn bad, but it was like, brought me more joy than it did pain. That's saying a lot. Cause when your spine is hurting and it gotta be a pinch nerve or a collapsed disc or something, it's fucked man. But so thankful, so thankful, so thankful. So Oh, that's almost an hour dragging on about a whole bunch of bullshit. But I did want to tell y'all just where I was coming from, where I've been, what I've been focused on. And I'm, I apologize. I haven't been focused more on the podcast. I definitely could have categorized this and made it into five different podcasts and actually made it into five pieces of content for the Internet, which I still might do. Fuck it. So I'm actually going to go back, get back to grinding. I need uh, I got to pick up a Honda today after 2 p.m. So I got to actually clear space for that Honda to pull up, see what kind of condition it is. It's not driving at the moment, but I'm hoping I can bring some wheels, tires and a battery, get that bitch driving 
and hopefully get it home without having to tow it. If I have to tow it, I'll get it here, do the flip over the weekend. Hopefully that'll help me pay rent. So that's my flip and dip. I'm going to leave it at that. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Like I said, if you are on whatnot, check out the card shack. Dude is just an amazing individual. Um, I haven't hit really killer killers on there, but that Bryce Young number last night was truly a pleasure, man. So check him out. Amazing individual. Um, love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Truly do. Sorry for any of the misunderstandings. I try to clear them up as I go across them. My memory sucks 100%. So typically I forget about the motherfuckers before they even hit my mind. And to my children, I love you guys. Um, Cherish your mistakes. Cherish your failures. Just learn from them. That's the one thing you can do. Um, I definitely stayed up late as hell last night with my hurting back. Sitting on the floor, I built a 300-piece puzzle for my daughter. So when she woke up, she got a, oh, my God, girl, is what it said or something like that. across it, and it was a big-ass puzzle of LOL little dolls. And life is so good, folks. So just, you know, count your blessings. Be thankful for each and every day. I apologize if there's holes in my story. My memory sucks. I just do the best that I can. I'm not worried about fixing the past. I just want to have more value going into the future. That's what I'm focused on. I hope that doesn't offend you, but that's the only way that I can make it out. And looking back, one, I have horrible memories, so I can't remember most of it. And two, I haven't left enough good shit back there to really want to look back at it. So I keep a very small rear view mirror. I'm always looking through the windshield, and I hope you all too. So I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you for everything. It's an honor and a privilege just to have y'all in attendance. And I love y'all. I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one...